Eagles Entertainment. Today's podcast is presented by Xfinity. Supercharge your screenplay with supersonic Wi-Fi from Xfinity. Enjoy breakaway speeds, power your whole huddle of devices, and help keep your home team safe with online security. Unbeatable internet from Xfinity, made to do anything so you can do anything. On Wednesday, September 28th, Eagles players spoke to the media. First to the podium, defensive end, Brandon Graham. So, BG, is this the one award that you always wanted to didn't get no you know what I love all the awards that you get man I mean you never take them for granted you know you the work that you put in every day uh but it just made me more hungry to just keep 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 it coming keep trying to help this team uh win because by the end you know that's the real award that I want yeah I mean but that's just the focus of taking every every rep, uh, you know, seriously. And, I mean, no matter if I had 10 or not, it's just like I'm just trying to give 100% effort. And, um, you know, just showing the young guys, like, whatever your role is, just embrace it. And you never know what might come out of it. I mean, this game, I knew I wanted to get after it. But when you in that flow, it just it just was coming. And so I just try to make sure that uh, – I was ready when my when my time when my name got called. Coming off the injury that you dealt with last season, does it make it even maybe that much sweeter to have recognition, not that just that you feel good, but that people can see how dominant you still are? Oh yeah, I mean, for me, I always carry that chip on my shoulder. I'm always uh, eager to prove. Uh, that's just always just been me growing up. I mean, they always said I was too short to play DN, too this, too that, but. I know for me what's inside and what I put in, and I'm just happy that uh, it's showing on the field uh, even at this age. Was it fun in that game that it was you and Fletcher? Yeah, it was. It was fun because uh, obviously me and Fletcher on one years, and so we trying to we trying to at least you know hopefully run it back after um, you know we we accomplish a goal that we have for the year. What do you see from him this year? Hmm? What do you see from him this year? He's admitted that last season wasn't his best. I mean, I feel like he's even more motivated now that everybody's back. Uh, I mean, last year we dealt with injuries, so it could be a little frustrating, uh, especially I know because we talked about, you know, just when even when I went down, um, just the chemistry that you have with certain guys on the team. And I mean, I know Fletch. I know what he liked to do. Um, and, I mean, I, even Hassan even know Fletch a little more now. Uh, and so it's just – I know Fletch is just motivated. Uh, you see him out there smiling uh, most of the time. You you know how Fletch is, <laughs> but it was it's cool that uh, you see him out there just you know all in. Brandon, that's the way the Eagles are getting a lot of attention, and people are saying a lot of nice things about you. Uh, Nick said you really can't listen to any of that right now. You just have to work at getting better. Yeah, and that's it. And that's where I'm at. I can't wait to go to practice because. I feel like everybody think that oh he got this award he ain't gonna come come with it today. I'm I'm still be me if not more turned up than I have been uh, because you know it's just you you get hungry for that you get hungry for it again and so I'm just all I said was I was gonna try to keep it what I did last last week try to do it again this week and so uh, everything that I ate last week on Wednesday I'm trying to do the same thing so uh, it's just just trying to make sure that um, you know you don't you don't. Take your, put your guard down because as soon as you put your guard down, that's when you get knocked out and had to get back up and had to start from ground zero again. So I'm just trying to make sure I keep building every week. So, you talked about how you did. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say? That's all good. Uh, have you had other games where you thought maybe you did enough to win the award? I know you had a career high three sacks against, I think it was the Giants. Uh, the Jets. The Jets, yeah. So, I mean, have you had other games where you thought, yeah, I should have won it? And were you surprised that you won? 
Uh, you know what? It's always cool to win it, but at the end of the day, I feel like I know I feel good coming in the building knowing I help help the team, help the team win. Even if I didn't get the award, I still felt good coming in. Uh, wifey and me uh, was just, you know, just talking about it, just like, man, look how far you've come, uh, especially from when you got hurt. Uh, I mean, and, and I tried to have the best attitude uh, through that. And so now I just knew in my mind that's what I always, you know, dreamed of coming back and, and, and showing them that I could still do it. And it's just the first step of it. And um, I'm just happy that, um, you know, we I got some good good teammates because obviously if they ain't covering back there, I don't – none of that happened. No nine sacks and none of like – none of the stuff happened. Uh, so it all works together. I feel like um, I just got to keep going. Just keep going. You talked about how last week uh, you're maybe you're going to keep the same rhythm as as last week, but you also admitted you talked a little smack last week to Carson pregame. You got anything ready for Doug? I'm gonna have some fun with Doug. I mean, we gonna. I mean, I love Doug because I mean he's a great coach. Uh, I'm sure them guys over there I could tell already from the, some of the videos that they loving them already too. So uh, I just can't. I know that he's coming here trying to win, and um, you know it was a bad taste probably in his mouth leaving this place, especially after winning the Super Bowl for the Eagles and uh, the way things went down. But um, we try not to let him uh, come in. We know we're going to say, hey, get a love, but it's it's, it's com- competition, and we got to go out there and we got to get after it. So um, that's always in the back of my mind that Doug is trying to hurt us out there. <laughs> Last week, oh, previous week, Slay won the defensive player the week. This week you did. Who do you think is a player who could win it this following week against the Jaguars? I mean, shoot, Devontae could have another one. Uh, I mean, oh, you talking defense? Oh, uh, you know what? I'm, I'm going to go Hassan or Sweaty. I feel like them guys right there, I mean, both uh, both of them, um, when I'm on the sideline just watching them, I mean, it's like we problem solvers out there, and it's just cool to hear some of the, you know, stuff that they come back on the sideline and tell you about certain guys. Like, oh, yeah, this is this whole true of what we said he do. This is something different. He's trying to do a little something different. And I just like the way they um, we bounce ideas off each other, and I feel like we get stronger as the game goes. So uh, I'm thinking, um, you know, some somebody else on the D-line, if not myself. With, with what you're able to do Sunday, how much are you in sync with the secondary, the coverage they're providing? You know, you get in the pressure. Man, I see it. Uh, when I watch film, when I was watching film against um, uh, Washington, uh, I was just like, man, they took away certain reads and the way, you know, crossing routes happened, uh, the way they was talking and communicating, man, it was it was nice to see. It, it really shows you why you got there. And, of course, we got to win our one-on-ones, uh, but, I mean, sometimes they give you a little extra time or a little extra second to be able to uh, put your hands on the quarterback. And sometimes he hold on to it and just take the sack, or sometimes he might throw it in the dirt. But either way, you win the down. And so um, I'm, I'm thankful for them. Uh, first time having really two, like the back end being how it is, and I'm just making sure that uh, I'm taking full advantage every chance, every rep I get. I just, you know, go as hard as I can. And, um, you know, give give the credit to the guys because I know it don't happen without them. And they, I know they don't get picks without us uh, affecting the quarterback, too. So it works hand in hand. Brandon, with the, with the approach to the players and the atmosphere they create, do you see any similarities between Doug and Dick? Oh, yeah. I mean, two young coaches um, feel like uh, they bring the energy. Um, if, if we had to lose one, I'm happy we got uh, Nick because, I mean, man – it's, if if not if it ain't it was it's almost the same but if uh but I feel like Nick is Nick is a little better uh because you know he's just more open 
because uh, you know I feel like Doug had a had Andy Reid, so he kind of stood stood on certain stuff uh, because of him being under Andy Reid, the old school. Because uh, that's what I was that's what I was on. But I feel like Nick came in. You know, he talks to the players a little more and and really open to you know how we really feel. And I mean, he's not scared to just say, you know what, today we're gonna do this. Today we're gonna do that. I mean, I've, Doug was still good with stuff, but Doug was like, "Nah, we're going to still do this. We're going to do that. So that's the only difference I would see uh, in the two coaches. But, um, yeah, they I feel like they're both uh, offensive-minded quarterbacks. I mean, uh, offensive-minded coaches, and, um, you know, they're they trying to score points. How do you look back on your time with Doug in Philadelphia all these years later and what you accomplished then? I'm so thankful that he brought in Jim Swartz uh, with him at the same time because uh, Swartz definitely – changed uh you know changed my game even more uh I had him at the senior bowl when I first got out and then that was the last time I seen him until he came back to Philly and so it just felt like we picked up right where we left off I knew exactly what I was getting what I was coming into and um yeah just I just felt like uh the Doug I I will always be thankful to Doug because you know he brought me my first championship just like we brought Philly their first championship because I I never won it at no levels, um, high school, little league, or uh, or college, and I didn't even get uh, win the Big Ten in college, so it was it, it's it was tough. <laughs> so I just uh, I'm always gonna be thankful for him. And now you know it's time for us to go out and uh, and, and and go out and uh, try to beat him this weekend. Next quarterback, Jalen Hurts. You talked a little Sunday about the second halves, uh, the last two games. Uh, you've had some time to reflect on it and talk about it a little now with the coaches what do you see there what has to change in the second halves of these games I think simply we just have to execute I think that's what it is there's that's what it is execution um, yeah, Doug, Doug Peterson coming back this week uh, you know reflect two years ago you were a rookie when he was here I mean what what did you learn from him what was that experience with Doug like yeah, I'm very I'm very grateful for coach Peterson um and the time that I spent with him Obviously, him taking a chance on me, him making me an eagle. Um, so that's something that's very important to me. Um, I'm glad he's um, got another opportunity and he's doing great so far, coaching a really good Jaguars team. So um, I have a lot of respect for him. How good was it to have a, a former quarterback as your first head coach? Um, it's cool. It's, it's really cool. Um, you know, it, it, it pays dividends um, for a quarterback. Um, having someone that's kind of seen, seen the game, seen the game or have seen the game um, from your eyes. So, um. Doug and Shane Steichen talked about your work ethic, and Shane mentioned you're here in the building a lot, all the time. Was there a certain age where you started to put in so many hours into football, or, or have you had that inside of you the whole time? No, I just think um, it's a part of me. Um, it's a part of me. Uh, this, is, this is my comfort, comfort zone. Um, I safe haven, um, being here, being around the building, doing football. This is what I do. This is what I've always done. Um, ever since I was a kid, just always been around the game, always been in the field house. So um, there's a there's a thrill in being able to, you know, play this game, do this game, learn more about this game. And I just strive to um, try and take steps in, in all areas every day. Um, and I do it here. Hey, Jay, from your time spent with the, the pen – uh, workers, the frontline workers. I'm wondering if you had any major takeaways from that uh, time you spent with them, and also if you had a reaction to uh, what happened at the Roxborough football game uh, yesterday. Yeah, I think um, I just think it's it's very sad. Um, 
it's sad. I was in a loss of words when I when I heard about it. You know, I, you know, kid, kids doing what they what they love um, in a place where it's supposed to be safe. Um, where where we say go chase your dreams. You know, they going out there playing football and make it home. You know, um, it's just very unfortunate, and I'm just praying for the families. I'm praying for the families. Um, I pray pray for change. Jalen, uh, Oklahoma quarterbacks are well represented in the NFL. I'm wondering, uh, you know, what you took from Lincoln Riley that helps, you know, uh, on the next level. <laughs> I could I could go both ways with this question, but um, um, he's like, what? I went to Alabama too, so I guess they're represented well right now too. But um, um, I, I have a lot of respect for Coach Riley. Um, you know, I think I think going to Oklahoma and being able to see um, how he saw the game, he had a very different offensive philosophy. I had a very unique ability to put players in position to make plays, and um, it wasn't like a traditional West Coast or spread system. It was one of his own. I've, I've never seen anything like it in what he did. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, a lot of a lot of respect for him. For my time there. It seems after after games when even you play really well. Your response is that you haven't hit the standard or whatever. There's more to do. Have you ever played a game where you walk off the field and you say, all right, that's it, I did it? No. Usually the last game. And, and are you, I mean, not to get too deep, but, but are you the type of person you think where it's always going to be that way? Like it's, 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 it's a point you can't hit because you can always think there's more to do? It's a journey. It's a journey. It's an ongoing journey. You know, if you, if, if you think one day you arrive, that you won't because there is no there is no arrival it's only the journey you know so um i'm trying to take things day by day and and just focus on the little things trying to be better you know and i'm i'm obsessed with playing to the standard to my standard um and that's just the mentality that we try and have around here shane talked about checks you make at the line kind of making sure that you guys are in the right play is that something you're more comfortable with this season? Is it something that, you know, you've seen progress in? I think it comes with time. I think it comes with time. Um, like I said, I've, I've, I've been preaching you know, everybody, the importance of everybody being on the same page, everybody having an understanding of what, what I'm thinking, me having an understanding of what the coaches are thinking, um, and being able to operate in an a efficient and, um, you know, just an efficient manner, you know. So I think that definitely is something that comes with time. And, um We've been able to do it successfully sometimes this year. Yeah, were you able to talk to um, Doug after his final day here? And if so, what was his parting message to you about your future? I, I, I don't, I can't, I don't have my phone on me. I can't go, I don't remember. Um, but it was, um, no, n- none but uh, love and respect. Um, I had a lot of respect for him. Um, he had a lot of respect for me and he felt like, um, he saw something in me, and he just wanted to encourage me to keep going and keep being the person that I am and the player I am. Um, something along those lines. Your mentality of chasing um, perfection or chasing wanting to be able to do more, do you feel like that rubs off on your teammates, and do you kind of track that? Yeah, I think um, I think I think it's a reflection of the leadership on the team, um, and that's how you want it to be. Um, you know, I'm I'm not trying to be perfect. I'm not trying to chase perfection. I'm just chasing progress. 
just trying to make progress every day, every, every opportunity I have. And, um, you know, it's kind of our mentality as a football team is just to climb. Um, 1% better every day, um, rent being due every day, however you want to phrase it. It's just a, it's a, it's a climb. You know, it's, just, it's a steady climb. Um, and the importance of us coming in here and valuing every opportunity we have to get better, um, it, it, it's, it's number one. It's, it's, that's, that's what matters the most. What do you like about when you guys go empty? Um, I mean, I, I really I like the most whatever is working. I like um, I like efficiency. I like um, positive plays. Um, I don't like turnovers. I don't just like efficiency. Um, if that's running the ball out of empty, if that's um, running the ball out of you know three tight end sets, um, whatever it looks like. Yeah, the, the coaches talk about. Double positives a lot, not turning the football over, uh, explosive plays. You've been able to do both at a really high level. Typically, when you get a lot of explosive plays, you take a lot of chances. How do you sort of put those two together that you're able to create those but also take care of the football? Yeah, I don't, um, I don't try and make it um, bigger than what it is with uh, the, the double positives and all that. We know the importance of we know what numbers say, um, but just go out there, protect the ball, and um, you know execute the play to the fundamentals of the play um, as it's supposed to be executed. Um, that's my only focus when I'm out there on the field. So um, just go out there, kind of know my assignment, uh, know where everyone is aligned, and execute it um, with the right technique. As I'm sure you know, the team posts your post-game speech each week. Um, the way you end the speech, it's, it's the same way. Is there a a story behind that or a reason for, the, for that particular expression in, in, in that moment? No, I don't think so. But um, I will say it's very hard to, to win in this league. So as hungry as I am, as hungry as we are as a football team, um, as eager as we are to to play to our standard of ball consistently on a consistent rate um, through all four quarters of the football game, I'm not going to um, not acknowledge how um, – pleasant it is to, to feel the feeling of victory um, and how hard it is to get that feeling. You know, we have a, a lot of great football teams in this league. They, you know, they get paid too. They, um, they work hard just like we work hard, you know. So um, that's, that's, the respect, that's the respect I have for the game. Um, and I think that's the respect we all should have for the game. Um, you know, winning is hard. You know, winning is hard and um, you have to value that. Take two more questions. Does that create your time? And if you can feel it, is that something you've done before, or did that start you? No, it's just, there's no story behind it. Just, did you take anything from uh, Nick's showing the Tiger Woods video and his messaging behind it? Say it again? I think Nick told us that he showed, showed you guys the Tiger Woods uh, video or something before uh, during the team meeting today. I was wondering if you took anything from it mm -hmm. uh, and the messaging behind it. I'm trying to see what he, I can't remember what exactly the video was about okay. in a long day. Are, are, are you finding that defenses are playing you differently um, this year than maybe next year? I mean, than last year, just based on what you've done so far? Like, have you noticed any kind of differences? Um, no, I think defenses, you know, they, they come in and they do what they do. Um, they come in, they do what they do. Um, I think every defense has kind of had a different background. But um, they just come in and execute, try to execute their defense. Now from the locker room, right tackle, Lane Johnson. Most important, I saw you tweeted out a message about the gun violence last night. 
as someone who's obviously such a role model and a figure in the community, how important do you think it is to share those messages, especially when you're talking about an incident that happened on a football field in a place where people feel like it's supposed to be safe and fun for children? Yeah, it's just heartbreaking to see something, you know, really caught my attention. Uh, you know, when the younger generation turns to that, uh, um, yeah, I mean, really at a loss for words. I mean, ultimately, you'd like for the cycle to end. I feel like there's just a lot of, you know, poverty, a lot of people lost in the cycle, and people turn to that. Uh, I don't know, I guess to be heard, but that's terrible. To kind of go ahead, Dan. You know, I always think about athletes, for you guys, you always talk about how being on the field of play is a safe haven. So does it strike you in some kind of way that these guys were playing football? Yeah, and then yeah. it's terrible. It breaks, it breaks your heart. Uh, you know, especially, you know, young kids like that, got their whole lives in front of them. And such, just foolish stuff. I feel like it's what the world's turned to now, because I don't know. I don't know, just people, I don't know, wish people could solve out their problems and talk communicate better. Turning the page now to uh, maybe something a little bit lighter, obviously another familiar face coming in mm -hmm. yet again this weekend. Mm -hmm. um, when it comes to Doug Peterson and seeing him on the opposing team sideline, what do you think is going to go through your mind seeing the old coach that led you guys you know, to the mountaintop? Yeah, I'm going to say hi to him after the game. I mean, I owe a lot to Doug. I like he helped resurrect my career. Uh, so, you know, I expect him to probably get a, a standing ovation um, just for what he, you know, what he did here and, and how he was, how he treated players. So people don't forget that. And then uh, ultimately, I'm just going to be worried about their defense. You know, they have a really good defensive line, one of the better ones we've seen, good linebacking core. But, uh, yeah, it'll be, it'll be weird seeing him on the sideline over there. Jonathan Gannon talked earlier this week about how game planning for Doug is difficult because he doesn't really have tendencies that you can try to yeah, predict. A lot, yeah. yeah, as someone who obviously you know played under him and his play calling, do you talk to the defensive unit about you can't really predict what he's going to do, but here's sort of what to expect? Yeah, I mean he commu can communicate with some of the coaches. You know, Stout's been here a long time, and so you know Stout was a big part of the run game offense and obviously the pass game. So. Oh, you know, we always have that, but um, at the end of the day, uh, they're going to throw the ball or run it. So, uh, you know, for me, I, I see their two ends, so, and what they have on defense is one of the better in the league. So that's what I'm getting ready for, and then, you know, see what happens. What makes you say that Doug helped resurrect your career? Uh, just, uh, you know, I thought he was a, a great communicator. I feel like, you know, him uh, coming in and then uh, adding, adding Brandon from uh, Houston, I feel like putting him together with me helped, you know, boost both of our careers. When we were together, we were, we were, uh, we were dominant. So, um, yeah, just how he handled, you know, he was a he was a player's coach. He was great communication, uh, communicating, and and just how he handled himself. Doug said uh, today he was asked about coming back to Philly and the statue out front and the whole thing, and he said he's never seen it in person and he doesn't plan to anytime soon. Does that surprise you at all when it comes to what you know about Doug Peterson? Yeah, I mean, as a head coach, you have so much stuff going on. He's probably just worried about that. Uh, I'm sure he's seen pictures of it uh, after. But, yeah, it's probably a weird feeling seeing a statue of yourself outside of a, an opposing team's uh, stadium. So it's, that'll be a new feeling for him. But, yeah. Nick told us about a uh, Tiger Woods clip. Uh, what did you guys learn from that? Something that he showed you? Uh, just his intensity. Uh, that and just, you know, he was at the top of his game and just uh, how he just continued to work. And, uh, yeah, I think the clip was he was uh, heading back from a tournament or something and uh, stopped on the side of the road and 
started working on his swing or something, park pulled his car over. I mean, the ultimate message was just uh, don't get complacent. I mean, the best are always trying to improve and, and get better, and that's really what it's about. For more Eagles news and exclusive interviews, be sure to subscribe to all of our Eagles original podcasts, including Eagles Update, Eagles Insider, and Eagle Eye in the Sky.